It's a crazy story. Mm, yeah, fuck, let's do it. Someone of his friends stole my phone and I have to fly to London in three hours and I have everything on my phone. The guy was still in the back of my car and I was hope, like, hoping for him to leave because he was probably carrying drugs with him. So I think like the time was uh, running and uh, I had like maybe three hours left to catch my plane. What's, what's on, what's on your, your heart? So, 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 what's on, on, so, say what, say, say it. What's on your heart? Today we are going to be in Australia. Me and my friends had just arrived to this small town and we're going to spend a night there in a tiny purple cabin that was quite cozy and old on the inside. Um, besides us, there were two other guests, a man and a boy. Later, I started to talk with the boy and he said he could tell a story from our podcast. So my first recording was about to happen. It was time for me to try out the recording machine and how it is to be an interviewer. I had no structure whatsoever. I only knew I wanted an answer to my question, what's on your heart? I decided that in this recording, I would just let the guy tell his story from beginning to end without me asking any questions. Because I had to start with something and then reflect if that was working or not. And what kind of material I wanted to work with. So he started to tell his story and I got so many questions and thoughts in my head. Like, why, why is he telling this story? Why did he choose to do these things? Some accidentally happened, but has he learned anything from it? And so on. Yeah, this episode is a one-man show. Let's go. What's on your heart? You were gonna tell me a story with some, your uncle? No, was it? No, no, no. I can tell you about like a, a funny story that happened to me uh, not long ago. Mm. Oh, it's a, it's actually a, <laughs> it's a crazy story. I mean, wait. Mm, yeah, fuck. Let's do it. If you want, I can tell you this story. Otherwise. I don't know, I have so many stories, but um, wait, let me just pick pick one up. Yeah, I have one story. Mm? It's okay, it happened, when, what, what happened? It was this year, yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, I live in London. Are you recording? Now? Yeah. I'm really? Recording. Oh, sorry, yeah, I didn't tell you. <laughs> just got, like, because I've been, like, saying, uh, okay, okay. So basically, uh, my name is Yaris, Brazilian, Italian, Swiss. And I live in London. And uh, once I had a, for Easter weekend, uh, so a free weekend, so I went back to Geneva, my hometown. And for uh, one of my friend's birthday, uh, we decided to go out for a party, like a crazy party. And on the next day, I had to, um, to fly back to London. So we went for his birthday to a, to a party. So we, we joined a few friends in a, in a, in a big club. We had uh, some drinks, uh, pretty pretty much completely drunk. Uh, and then uh, we went to an after party. 
with to some other friend's place. We had some other drinks. And then, um, I know it's bad, but I was driving. So I took the car while I was drunk. And uh, we drove to another after party, and it's in uh, some kind of neighborhood in Geneva. It's like the dodgy place of Geneva, 24 hours open. It's like a bit like Amsterdam. You have like prostitution in the vitrines, you know, if you walk down the street, you can see the okay. prostitutes and everything. Yeah. But we, we head to this place because um, it's 24 hours open. So they have like kebabs, like snacks, things to eat. And especially yeah. after parties till uh, that close like around 12. Mm. So we went there and um, once we went there, we went there around like five or six in the morning knowing that I had my flight to London at 10. So basically, we went there at 6, and we, down the street, we, we started asking around some people uh, where we could find a place. They sell drugs and weed or whatever. And so basically, I was talking with these guys, and we were surrounded by many people talking, whatever. That guy is really cool. He said, oh, yeah, man, I can show you a place. <clears throat> so with my friend, uh, I just took the car. It was actually my mom's car because I had to sell my car to go to London. So I was using my mom's car. I was driving drunk. And uh, on my way driving in the middle of the road, it was around like six in the morning. And uh, I put my hand in my pocket and I realized that I lost my phone. And straight away, I look back on the back seat and I see the guy and I'm thinking, someone of his friends stole my phone and I have to fly to London in three hours and I have everything on my phone. So I stopped the car and I said to the guy, yeah, man, we have, we're going to go back there and you're going to ask your friends to give me back my phone. And I said, I don't care. I, I, I need my shot because um, I'm going to take my chances because I need my phone to travel and I need my phone because I need my phone, you know, anyway. Mm. So on my way back to, uh, to this place, completely drunk, not completely drunk because I could sober up a bit. I got stopped by the police <laughs> and so the police like pulled me over and they uh I had to blow like the balloon to to see uh, how uh, like what was my percentage of alcohol and unfortunately I was positive in Switzerland the the limit is 0.5% and I had 0.69 what a number and um <clears throat> so the guy pulled me over he started asking me question and he said uh so you have uh, two options the first option is either you call a friend or someone to uh, pick you up with your car. Otherwise, we have to call the, like, you know, these trucks so they can take the car out. And then, oh, yeah. like, mm -hmm. they, they And I said, and normally if they the truck comes, the car, like, they take the car and you have to pay a lot of money for it. Because the more you, you yeah. wait to pick the car back, like, you, the more you pay. Uh, so I start calling all my friends who are with me at the party so obviously they were all fucking drunk most of them were sleeping other people were drunk so i called like maybe four or five people all of them were unable to come to pick me up uh so what i and now uh, like while i was calling the the police the guy said oh uh, let's try again so you can like blow again in the balloon and i blew again and uh, it was 0 0.63 so within maybe five minutes or six minutes my alcohol percentage went down of like 0 0.6 or something. Mm. And uh, I was talking with the police guy and I said, just give me 10 more minutes. I'll just grab a bottle of water and maybe I, we can sort this out and I can okay. go back home. And the police said, no, we already called the guy to yeah. come and pick the car up. That guy was still in the back of my car and I was 
hopeful, like hoping for him to leave because he was probably carrying drugs with him. And he okay. was, because uh, he was like some kind of tug, you know, like he was carrying illegal shit with him. 100% sure, I think. 99% sure. And if the police would stop him and like, start like searching his pocket, I would be in a deep shit. So I think like the time was uh, running and uh, I had like maybe three hours left to catch my plane. And uh, knowing that I had to pack up my shit as well to go to, to go back to London. So the, the car came, they took, up, they took my car, like the, my mom's car, sorry. Uh, I went back home. It was around uh, 7.30 or something. And I had to tell my mom, sorry, but they took your car and uh, I'm not able to, you know, to pick up the car. And uh, basically, uh, basically, uh, yeah, I managed to pack my stuff. I was really tired because I haven't slept. So I went to London and uh, a few weeks later, I received the fine for the for the car because I forgot. Actually, I forgot to bring my license with me. So I was riding without license. And I had a fine of about, in euro, it's about 1.5 thousand euros. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So that was a, a shitty story. And you know, at the right moment, you just want to cry because, like, loads of shit happens to you. Like, you yeah. lose your phone, you have to travel, you run out of time. Uh, your mom uh, gets upset because, uh, like, you were driving drunk w- with her car. Mm. But in the end, it was only uh, money and nobody got um, injured. It's a lesson of life. Next time, don't drive and drink at the same time. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Thanks for sharing. No problem. It's uh, <laughs> like the way I explain the stories. Uh, I don't know. Like the, the like I don't know how to say. Like you have to live because my friend was with me and uh, like l- loads of shit happened on that day, and it was a bit. It was now that I'm explaining the story. It's funny. So yeah, that's my story. What's What's on on your your heart? So, 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 what's on on? So, say what? Say, say it. What's on your heart?